We ready. We ready. We ready to put these nuts on your motherfucking forehead. Episode number 84. All up in your motherfucking ass. Hit them with that theme music. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your pants out. You gotta get up. I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your pants out. You gotta get up. I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Ah, uh, Shit, here we go again, homies. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Whiskey Sick Podcast. We're officially on episode number 84. And if you don't know, we are live from Dago Bitch, California. Uh, Sandy, 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 Lego on my motherfucking ego, bitch. We rocking, we rolling, you you rolling with your boy Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Hank. Lot to get into, homies. Lot to get into today. Um, you know, uh, sunny San Diego. Uh, weather's starting to break a little bit. Uh, last couple weeks, it was uh, 90 degrees. Uh, sweating my ass off. Um, sweating through ass napkins left and right. Uh, triple champ just put his little ass to bed. Uh, he's 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 a little monster now, man. He's about he's still not crawling, but he's about to just turn eight months. Yesterday, eight months. It's been eight months since your homie came back from the hospital. Uh, right after he was born and did the podcast the night he was born that night after he was born uh, he's rolling he's looking good his he's gonna get a good look at his future opponent uh, the 2040 UFC title against Doxon Cerrone uh, Donald's gonna be fighting this weekend against uh, Justin Gaethje we'll get into that that shit's gonna be fucking wild uh, la- uh, two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago, uh, the last episode we had uh, it was just a free for all it was it was just a melee. For the D-Bag of the Universe uh, uh, title, world title. I mean, it changed hands left and right, left and right. And it was looking like it was going to do it again. I know Henry Cejudo tried to come up. Uh, he, he tried to make a, a, a push uh, to regain his title. But uh, A.B. ain't having it. A.B., where else could we start this podcast? Um, I've been rotting this motherfucker out. Uh, Face fucking his uh, dead corpse for a, a few weeks now, and uh, I ain't gonna stop anytime soon. Uh, as soon as I signed off last time, uh, if you know he's the uh, reigning, defending uh, D bag of the universe. I was looking for any contenders, all contenders, and it turns out that this motherfucker is now like the, uh, the fucking Floyd Mayweather 
uh, the Johnny Bones Jones uh, of the D-Bag of the Universe title. Nobody is going to be taking that uh, belt from him, from him anytime soon. I mean, last time he had just got fined. Uh, by the Raiders. So this was like 10 days ago when we were on air, when we were, we were kicking knowledge and, and, and flame broiling uh, Antonio Brown. And then right after that, real shit hit the fan. Homeboy said, nah, I ain't, I'm just getting started. I'm like, he, he, he heard the podcast, no doubt. Uh, he was thinking to himself, there's no way Henry Cejudo is a bigger D-bag than me. There's no way... Uh, Conor McGregor, who held the belt for a little while, is a bigger D-bag than me. Uh, Kobe Covington, the longest reigning uh, uh, D-bag of the universe. He's not, he's not even close to an AB. And the originator of the belt, the, the, the first title holder ever, the Ronda Rousey, if you will, uh, of the D-bag of the universe award, um, Luke Rockhold, he ain't even in the conversations no more. I mean, this dude, that, that's how much this guy's, this dude AB. I mean, th- there's nobody in this guy's realm. AB gets, uh, what the hell happened? Now, he, he got fined. Then he starts talking trash. And he goes out to the field and then he uh, basically verbally confronts his, uh, his boss. The guy writing his checks. It's never a, smart, never a smart thing when somebody writes you, cuts you, about to cut you. Homeboy, when he was about to cut you. The problem was he hadn't even cut you that $30 million check. All this dude had to do was just mind his P's and Q's for two more days. For two days, all he had to do was just take the field on Monday night, and they were going to guarantee, he was guaranteed to make $30 million, but no, this clown, this, uh, this, this, this motherfucker had to go over there and, uh, and attack his boss, call him a cracker. I know all the white people were upset with the language, um, uh, saying, what, what if, what if the, uh, Mike Mayock, the uh, GM of the Raiders used the N-word? It ain't the same, homies. Qu- quit with that bullshit. There ain't no racial word that you can use against a white person that, that, that matters or they give a fuck about. How many times I've been called a motherfucking cracker? It don't matter. There's a rapper who, one of the best rappers out right now that named himself after a cracker, Ritz. It doesn't have the same connotation, homies. Uh, a cracker, it wasn't created from uh, years, uh, decades, uh, centuries of oppression. We were never oppressed like that. Uh, we did the oppressing. So a cracker, um, it ain't gonna, it, that's Teflon. That shit ain't going to fucking stick to us. We don't give a shit. Hillbilly, honky, all this shit. That don't, that, it ain't the same. Quit trying to act like it's the same. Now, the sentiment could be the same. He was trying to think of the uh, nastiest, meanest, vulgar thing he could say to this white man. And, and you know, and vice versa, a, a white person talking to a black person, that's the N-word is the worst thing that they could think to say. And sometimes, so the sentiment could be on along those lines. And then, you know, A.B. Uh, threatens to punch him in the face. I don't know where you could work, uh, where you could approach your boss, uh, call him some kind of uh, racial epithet, epithet, slur. Let's just go with that one. Let's, let's just go with slur. Any kind of racial slur. And then threaten to punch him in the face and still have a job. And John Gruden's over here still trying to give this dude a, a, a job. I, I don't know. What the fuck A.B. ever did to John Gruden that John Gruden till the very last moment was still trying to get this dude on his team? I guess I know why. John Gruden uh, has a trash-ass team. And uh, they were trash last year, and they're trash this year. And it's going to start looking real bad. The, the, the $100 million coach, $10 million a year for 10 years, signed for 10 years. 
He needed A.B. He needed some kind of offense. Now, they look good. The Raiders look good this past weekend, but they're playing the fucking Broncos. Get over it. But this John Gruden just didn't want to let it go. So then uh, they come back, and, and, and John Gruden comes back the next day, and he says, A.B. apologized, and he's going to play on Monday night. After calling his boss a cracker and threatening to, to, to beat his ass. Um, I would have liked to see that. I, I would have I put my money on Mike Mayock, actually. Uh, I don't think this little, uh, I don't think A.B. Uh, is much of a fighter. Um, so they were gonna, the plan was to have him, play, uh, have, him, have him play on Monday. And I don't know if Mike Mayock originally signed off on that. And then he went back and, and, and his homies started clowning him. Uh, you probably went to, went to, you know, fucking Chili's uh, happy hour that night, and, it, and his homies were probably just jiving on his ass, like, over, over some appetizers, some fucking uh, potato skins or some shit, whatever they got at Chili's. And you're oh, you going to let this motherfucker play? This dude punked you in front of the whole squad, and you're going to let this dude play on Monday? And they started firing this dude up, getting in his ear and shit, and he started getting, working himself into a nice, rich, foamy lather. He's like, yeah, you, you, you're right. Man, fuck this motherfucker. This dude came over here and told me to go fuck myself and no let's. He was going to punch me in the face and all this. And I'm going to let him play on my. Nah, fuck all that, homie. I'm going to go get some of my money back. So they, they, they find him a grip of money and they took. They, since they were going to suspend him, it put a, a, a damper on, on AB's $30 million guarantee. It meant that they owed him nada. So they found a way to get out. Like I said. Release the motherfucker. My original thing was just release this dude. Get out now while you can. You don't want this. Get out now while you can. Well, they found a way to get out while they can. And even through all this, it came out after A.B. had, had, had sat there and, and, and did his crocodile tears in front of the team, uh, holding hands in, in a little campfire circle and shit in the locker room and, and begged for their fucking forgiveness and shit. That night, he went home. John Gruden called him straight up just said, hey, homie, do you want to play here or not? Because you need to get your motherfucking shit together. And, and this dude, I don't know what it is about uh, A.B., but he records every conversation, then he posts it on social media. And, and he had permission from John Gruden. John Gruden is such a, a, a fucking mark, uh, such a, a Dave and Buster-ass motherfucker, a Chauncey-ass motherfucker, that he let this guy, that he thought it was funny that he was illegally recorded in the state of California. Both parties need to know. If you ever call a company in California... And you get their, their service, uh, the representative, whatever it may be, it's going to say, this phone call is recorded for quality, purpose, quality purposes or some shit or other. I don't fucking know. Quality service purposes. I, I, I don't know. Some shit like that. That's because it's illegal to record conversations without the other person knowing. So they tell you right up front. It's the same shit. He did this in, in, in Oakland, California. You can't do that shit. So that's illegal. But nobody's, who gives a shit? That's small fry shit. So even after all that, John Gruden still, like, I, I don't know, man. Maybe, uh, maybe AB has a, a, a Randy Couture video of, of John Gruden beating off on his iPhone or some shit, and he's holding him hostage or some shit. I, I have no idea. It's got to be something like that. Uh, like our boy Cochran, uh, the, the, the bare-knuckle boxer who was a, a gay porn star. Maybe, maybe John Gruden was a star in one of those. I don't know. Maybe it's been hasn't been uncovered yet, and, and AB's got the goods. He's got something on John Gruden. He's got to, because this motherfucker was riding with him until the very end. It was sad. But at the end, they cut this motherfucker, and the whole world, including myself, nobody, no, and, and you, you all know, homie, he's going to go to the Patriots. And most people said it half-jokingly. 
He went to the fucking Patriots. He was gone about 15 minutes. I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick was waiting outside Antonio Brown's pad uh, with a contract to sign. Homeboy gets signed. He was a free agent for about 15 fucking minutes. Now, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, he, 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 uh, you know, this guy, AB, he never even played a single fucking game. That's like, that's like getting suspended or expelled during student orientation before, before classes are even in, in session. This motherfucker got his ass kicked out. He got detention before the school year started. They got him in pre-detention or some shit. This motherfucker out here, that's how much he fucked up. But he gets picked up by uh, uh, the, the Patriots. And automatically he starts saying, you know, it's like T.O. It's like, it's, it's like Randy Moss. No, T.O. just called Jeff Garcia gay. That's all he ever did. He called, he called Jeff Garcia uh, uh, gay. And, and, and a quick story. Here in Dago Beach, California, about, nah, it was about, probably about 10 years ago. I was at an Albertsons. And uh, I got in line. And uh, Jeff Garcia was in front of me in line. It was fucking crazy. He had this uh, white Kim Kardashian porn star, big old fake hooters and fake tan, like plastic looking chick with him. And I was like, God damn, this motherfucker out here hitting like uh, C C C C level, you know, porn stars, like knockoff porn stars, like like uh, niche porn stars like uh joy jerk off instructional porn stars chicks you don't really see too often you know they get the b not the b-rated movies you get the c-rated movies you get the ones that are just like a small little niche that's what this chick looked like she looked like uh what was that show back in the day frenchie uh from uh what was our man uh from that uh flavor flav show remember that that uh the Who Loves Flavor Flav shit, and they had Frenchie, that, that, that wannabe porn star chick. That's what this chick looked like. So um, whether T.O. was right or not, I don't know. I saw the dude. He was kind of cool. I said, what up? He said, what up? He knew I knew who he was. He was kind of a weird-looking fool. But that's the weird, we- weakest thing. That, that's, that's the biggest thing that T.O. That ever did. He was in the locker room, and he's like, yo, Jeff Garcia sucks dick or some shit like that. I don't know. Not in those words. Um, and, and he also said Donovan McNabb was throwing up and, and being a little bitch in, in the huddle on the last drive in the uh, Super Bowl against the Patriots, <clears throat> which was true. Homeboy was gassed, and, and, and T.O. was calling him out. T.O. had broke his fucking ankle, like shattered it like four weeks earlier. He rushed back and played in the Super Bowl, had 10 catches, would have been the Super Bowl MVP if the Eagles could have pulled it off. And he just said, yo, I wasn't the one reason why we lost this game. It was McNabb. This motherfucker's gassed out over here. He's looking like, you know, Francis Ngannou in the fifth round and shit. He's over here throwing up on his fucking kicks and shit. Um, and, and, and Randy Moss, all he ever did was moon the fucking Packers fans. I would have actually really literally pulled my motherfucking pants down and let the fucking balls hang out a little bit at the bottom. You never moon somebody. You just go a little too far and they get the, the, the top of your nuts. I would have just let the little top of the nuts hang just a little bit. Just for, just so a couple little hairs stick out, you know, kind of fluff out a little bit. I would have given him one of those, but that was the weakest shit that, uh, the, the, the biggest shit that Randy Moss did. This motherfucker's out here acting like a complete clown and now... You think the saga's over? It's not over, man. It ain't over. The D-Bag of the Universe Award has been awarded uh, 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 probably um, for the next year at least. Somebody's really going to have to step up their game because this dude now, AB, last night, I have to react to this shit in real time, basically. Uh, he's been um, accused of sexual assault. Now, I got a few, uh, I got a few feelings on this, um, and it kind of hurts me, uh, but uh, I might... I might be forced to take A, B side a little bit on this, homies. 
shout out to the drink of the day, uh, the uh, Black Cherry Truly. Um, basically, the uh, wannabe um, White Claw. I didn't think I'd come back to these, but uh, they're, they're the rage. There's like fucking shortages of, of White Claws out there. They're, now they're, they're putting me on to these Trulies. They're just alcohol water, basically. Uh, pretty bomb, whatever. Shout out to them. So now AB uh, gets accused of sexual assault from like two, three years ago. Um, this lady, uh, basically, this dude AB is on some some crazy sexual shit. I don't know. It sounds like bullshit to me. I'm gonna come out and say it. I'm gonna be the only one that's gonna tell you it's bullshit because all these other motherfuckers gotta pretend like uh, they gotta take it real seriously. And of course, you gotta take it real seriously. But um, the fact that she's suing and not not seeking uh, criminal prosecution uh, kind of says a lot. Um, it could be that she waited so long and there's no evidence and, and her lawyers have told her that, you know, that there's no ch- chance of this happening. Uh, th- this, this whole, we, we've gotten into this on the podcast before, this whole, homies, you got to be careful out there. Any Betty, any Betty you've ever slept with, you got to draw up the fucking nuptials. You got you to gotta draw up, you have to have a contract on, on legal paper with like 100 copies if you're really smashing boots, if you're really out there active smashing Bettys left and right. Uh, uh, Ivan, uh, Gabby. Uh, Rico's out here swerving, leaning and swerving on Betty's all left and right all of a sudden. All the homies out there, you got to get the pad uh, uh, with the legal notice on there, and you got to get their signature that this is consent. You got to get consent on, the, on, on these broads because now three years later, they can say whatever the fuck they want with no evidence at all. Now, she has a couple text messages that kind of sound like, you know, maybe A.B. Uh, dumped a little load on her while she was sleeping or some shit. What the fuck were you doing sleeping next to him? How did that fucking work out? And then and then you got sexually assaulted one time and then came back? You came back? And then he uh, apparently she, he uh, Antonio Brown somehow uh, ghost nutted on her back, uh, aka the old poltergeist uh, nutted on her motherfucking back somehow without her knowing he was uh, jerking himself off to completion, uh, getting his Randy Couture on without her knowing somehow. And busted on her back without her knowing somehow. And then she came back again a third time. She was talked into coming back to Antonio Brown a third time. And then that's where he raped her. It just sounds kind of shady. If somebody uh, sexually assaulted you one time, why the fuck would you go back to the goddamn house? If they ghost nutted on you and you really didn't want that, why the fuck would you go back a third goddamn time? That's like escaping a building that's on fire just to run back in there to save your motherfucking, uh, your fucking, I don't know, you go back in there to save your Keurig or your favorite coffee mug, and then you get out and you escape a second time, building's about to collapse, and you run back in there to save all your, your, your family pictures and all that shit, uh, just to come back out again. It just doesn't make any sense. And then you sue rather than seek criminal prosecution, which makes no sense, because if Antonio Brown really was this uh, 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 rapist on the prowl here, wouldn't you want to get him uh, uh, locked up behind bars so he can't do that to nobody else? And, and, and if you're going to accuse somebody, you better have more than just some fucking text messages uh, of this shit, especially three years later. Now, is it convenient? Is this, you know what, the new, the new move is accused men uh, 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 fucking uh, raping them years and then so that they can say, well, there's no, there's no proof because it happened for years and I was scared for the, the last five years to go. I don't know. I'm just saying, I know it does happen. I know it, it can't happen. Not all ladies are, 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 are uh, 
shady like that, but there are a ton, especially when it comes to the timing of this shit, when you're talking about, now, if this was happened to, to a Home Depot employee, uh, a lady comes out and, and says, uh, this motherfucker raped me three, three years ago, I, I probably tend to probably believe that and side with the young lady. You know, uh, he's working at Dixie Line Lumber or some shit. I get that. When you have a guy who's just reportedly about to make, you know, another $10 million but was on the docket for $30 million. And then now you see all the um, controversy that this guy's getting all of a sudden. He can't afford to slip up anymore. He's literally on his last strike. This is the time for her to strike and throw this shit out there because, you know, this is. And, and the lawsuit is for, it's a civil suit for seventy five grand. The minimum It's like seventy five grand. Come on. Come on, I, I don't know. It just smells, it smells fishy to me. Uh, as much as I like to drag AB across the yard, up and down, up and down, um, it's just hard for me to fucking believe. But hey, here's the thing, that he's not going to be able to take, take the field with this shit hanging over his head. And, and it might come down to it that the Patriots, he never even suits up for them. How the mighty have motherfucking fallen. Now, if he did any of this shit, if he was able to uh, literally uh, ghost nut on this chick without her knowing, uh, I don't know if she got back into her car and she felt something sticky on her back, if she got home and her husband was like, yo, what's that on your back or some shit? I have no idea how she actually, if she didn't feel the nut, how she actually found the nut. That's that, you know. And if she did have the nut, why didn't she just save the nut? And if she did have the nut on her back, go to the, doc, uh, to the, to the police to have him scrape the nut to, to, to use it against him. None of this shit makes sense. The timing doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Did it happen? I'm leaning towards no. I'm, I'm leaning towards this is a Betty striking while the iron is hot. But, hey, um, I could be wrong. And if I am, I apologize. I know this shit is real serious and it happens to ladies and, and they're afraid to go to the – they feel ashamed and all that shit. That's all real. Uh, when you're dealing with a dude that's making $30 million or at the time was supposed to make $30 million and probably has that already in the bank plus some uh, – it's just a little bit, a, a, a little bit weird to me. And then, uh, you know, I'm thinking about this shit, and I'm like, well, let, let me hear, let me see this chick, because I'm thinking, you know, I want to see the police reports. Who, who filed? Is it Joanna Gruden? Did a Joanna Gruden file all this uh, 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 bullshit? Is it, is it, is it uh, uh, John Gruden and drag rolling up in there? Like you see all these memes showing up now. Uh, uh, who actually filed this shit? Is it uh, Mike Mayock with long hair and shit? I, I, I don't know. You know, so none of this is actually making any sense to me uh, other than uh, he's definitely a D-bag. Um, if he's jerking off on bitches' backs uh, while they're sleeping, uh, you know, I'm sure some homies, there's some sick motherfuckers out there right now who have done some shit like that. Uh, I'm not one of them. Uh, I- I've never uh, ghost nutted on a chick. Uh, but it's kind of a D-bag thing to do. Um, so th- he- he's-, he's firmly entrenched in this D-bag of the year award. Um, and I don't see anybody taking this shit any fucking time soon. Um, fuck it. Let's move on, man. How about them Cowboys? The D, the, I was going to say the D-bags. You see, me, you see I was going to call my own squad motherfucking D-bags. There ain't nothing D-bags about my D-boys. We balling, homies. We balling. I've been done told you. I've been telling you for months, homies. We kicking ass. We taking names. We, 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 we fucking bitches eating pussy. We doing it fucking all man style. We doing what the fuck we want. When the fuck we want, homies. Dominated. Dominated the Giants. And they were like, the Giants sucking all this shit. Division. That's an in-division rival right there, homies. You know how ri- uh, division games are. We're out here balling on motherfuckers. How are you going to stop? How you? That was without Zeke. Zeke had the ball 13 times. Wait until we start getting him up into the 25-30 range. That was with, with Zeke only scoring, having 50 yards uh, rushing. Imagine when we get the running game going, homies. 
We got we got uh, Michael Gallup out there fucking balling 160 yards receiving. You got Amari Cooper out there balling over 100 yards receiving. You got Randall Cobb with a motherfucking touchdown home. He was the biggest pickup in, in the offseason. The biggest free agent signing was... I'm telling you, Randall Cobb, the quietest one. Randall Cobb. Everybody was bitching and moaning that the Cowboys weren't getting any, picking up any free agents. They got Randall Cobb quietly on the DL for $5 million a year. And this dude is a difference maker. Cole Measley, weak ass motherfucking Beasley out there in Buffalo ain't shit. Uh, 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 he, he's a his rapping skills are on par with his fucking receiving skills. He ain't shit. Uh, he's a, just a, a, a fucking YouTube rapper at fucking best. Uh, you one of those value pack rappers, uh, Cole Beasley. You you up there with the with the motherfucking blue faces of the fucking world. Um, anyways, this ain't about you, Cole. Sit the fuck down. Uh, we just bought Witten had a touchdown. Witten's out there catching five balls, looking like a motherfucker. I mean, this. How do you stop this offense? The defense is loaded too, but they didn't play so well. I'm just telling you. Uh, we, we can get into my my power top my my power rankings here in a minute. Um, we got the power uh, power bottom rankings. Uh, that's a, it's a flood at the bottom. I mean, it's a flood. The cellar is, is filling up quickly with water. I mean, these motherfuckers are on some shit. Let's start. We'll, we'll run through through the game. I'm gonna put both of these in, in, in the bottom uh, power uh, power bottom rankings. Packers and the Bears. Fuck both of them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked like diggity dog shit. Uh, didn't think he looked worth a, half a fucking damn. Uh, and the Bears. I'm gonna put y'all in the in, in the bottom ten of the league as far as teams go. I said they would win the division. They still might. The division is trash. Um, so, uh, Chabinsky, Tabinsky, whatever the fuck your motherfucking name is, uh, he had about, I don't know what the hell, he had about 30 yards passing, uh, he just looked like, he, he looked terrible out there, it looked like it was his first game, this is like his third or fourth season now, and he's out here looking like a, a day one white belt rookie out there, man, that, that shit was pathetic, the Browns, Baker fucking Mayfield, man, I, I said, I gave him the stamp. Uh, I said before, if I, you know, before he was drafted last year, that if I was going to take a quarterback, I didn't think any of them were worth a fucking damn. But if I had to take one, if I was in the position of the Browns, I would take Baker Mayfield. Um, I said if I was a, a NFL player, I would be a Baker Mayfield, uh, talking shit, grabbing my motherfucking nuts wherever I went. Uh, it would definitely be on some shit like that. But this dude, uh, he, he looked like dog shit too. Uh, after you've stepped in it. And dragged it all across your carpet, and it's got hair and shit stuck to it. That that's the kind of diggity dog shit that Baker Mayfield looked like. Uh, homie was out there eating ass, and we needed him to be out there playing some quarterback. And uh, he definitely didn't do any of the latter. Uh, do through three fucking picks, um, in the in in the last quarter, in the fourth quarter alone. I mean, he just completely self destructed. It was. Uh Plug me back in here. Uh, it, it was an embarrassing affair. Uh, I said that the uh, Browns would be in the AFC Championship game uh, against the Chiefs. Um, I'm not going back now. I, I, it's too late to go back now. You know, uh, it's going to be the Packers. I mean, it's going to be the Patriots and, and, and the fucking Chiefs. But, hey, I got to stick with it. That's, that's the bold prediction that I made, and I got to stick with it. Uh, this is week one. Um, the Titans, they're not very good. Um but they, they, uh, the hype, I mean, this is a Browns curse. If you're a Browns fan, man, I feel bad for the Browns fans. I, I have no idea what it would be like to, to like a team like that. And then you finally have some hope. You finally have this team on paper that looks like it compete for a, 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 a Super Bowl. And they ain't nothing super about that whack-ass team. The Ravens uh, almost put up a 60-burger on, on the trash-ass Dolphins. Um, 
that's fucking pathetic. The Dolphins, uh, when it comes to the power bottom rankings, they're the power fucking bottom. They, they, they getting fucking splashed on all goddamn day, all goddamn night. Vikings, Falcons, uh, Vikings, uh, I don't know how good they are. The Falcons are just way more trash than I thought. Matt Ryan ain't the answer. Uh, you, you just signed Julio Jones to a grip of money, uh, but uh, that's, 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 that ain't going to help you. The Bills and the Jets, the who gives a fuck, Bull? Trash ass, trash, trash. We are gonna. The Patriots start every year six and zero because this division is so motherfucking trash. When the best player on your team, Bills, is Cole Measley Beasley, a a knockoff YouTube wannabe, uh, 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 Lonzo Ball rapper. It's bad fucking news for you. It's real bad news for you. The Jets are trash. The Bills are trash. I'm just glad that the Cowboys and the Cowboys play the Bills on Thanksgiving this year. I'm glad the Cowboys are playing this division and their out of division uh, schedule this year because those are easy dubs. And we'll beat the Patriots ass too. I'm telling you that right now. The Eagles, Redskins, Eagles came out uh, uh, sucking some uh, shooter uh, for the first half of the game, um, playing exactly like I thought they would. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's thanking God he has. Uh, he has Jackson out there because that motherfucker, he's always been a thorn in our side. I, I loved when, who was that, Skip Kelly, Ship, Ship Kelly, Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly shipped him off, um, shipped Shady McCoy out, just completely destroyed the team, and, and then left town. Um, now they got Jackson back, and now he's, he's out here fucking, uh, Deshaun Jackson, that is, out here fucking balling. Uh, he's really the only reason that uh, the, the Eagles won. Rams ain't shit. I've already been told you about the Panthers. The Panthers, Panthers are trash. Uh, you saw your boy uh, uh, Cam Newton, who I said, you take away that one MVP year uh, where they went to the Super Bowl. You take away that one MVP year, and, and, and he's Jameis Winston. He, he's, he's nothing. He's, he's Mar, uh, Mariota at best. He's not even a Mariota at best. He, he's, a, he's not even a Case Keenum. He, he ain't uh, Alex Smith. He ain't at any of those levels. He, he's the, the most overrated player in the league, uh, and he, he's still whack as fuck. What did he go for? 25-30, not too bad, 239 yards. So he's dinking and dunking, all the same shit that they, they, they hate on uh, my man Dak Prescott for. Uh, Dak Prescott went for 400 yards, four touchdowns, uh, and didn't really have anything to do in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's how he balled. He was throwing deep to all his dudes. Uh, crazy. Chiefs, we don't – listen – I know uh, 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 Jalen, the only Ramsey I know, uh, Jean Bonnet, a.k.a. Charles Ramsey. Uh, I know he was sitting back thinking that shit was sweet now that I'm on A.B.'s ass so much. He thought he was going to get a free ride this year. Uh, what happened in the first drive? I, I actually watched this shit. I got that red zone. I got that uh, uh, NFL Sunday ticket, so I'm flipping on games. And I keep an eye, close eye, on the motherfuckers I like to drag across the fucking yard all the time. So I always got my eye on you, Jalen Ramsey. You may be playing uh, in, in, in a shitty franchise uh, where there's 16 people in the stands and, and nobody gives a fuck about you, but I do. I do, Jalen. The only Ramsey I know is Jean Bonnet. Uh, he got his ass buttered up and lightly toasted straight out the motherfucking gate. Homie got fucking burned. Um, Sammy Watkins owned his motherfucking ass, left him with his fucking pants around his ankles, went off for like 60 yards on the first, like the second play of the game. Jalen Ramsey could never recover from that. Uh, him and his vaunted defense who got him to an AFC championship two years ago, and he was feeling his motherfucking self. Uh, now, all of a sudden, how the mighty have fallen. They have won like three games since. Uh, Nick Foles goes out there, throws a touchdown pass, Brings him right back into the game, but gets the Tony Romo injury, and he's out for the fucking half the year now. The Chargers ain't shit. 
they're just going to be the same old motherfucking Chargers. Struggled with uh, the Colts, who have a, a backup QB basically in there. Seahawks, uh, they struggled with the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals ain't shit. Uh, so I'm just uh, guilty by association. Seahawks, you ain't shit. I said they might be able to, you know, roll up in there and be in the NFC Championship game. Uh, they, they always get hotter as the season goes on, so we'll keep an eye on them. Right now, I'm thinking the Saints probably. Uh, and Cowboys, you already know how the fuck we did that. That 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 was some A B. That was some A B uh, accusation type shit right there. What we did to the Giants. That was forcible. Uh, 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 fellatio what we did to the Giants that shit right there was turning into some x-rated uh, gotta change the channel uh, snuff film territory right there uh, what we did to the Giants and, and you'll see what we do to the Redskins this week so they already got their alternative programming ready this week uh, Fox does because if it starts to get ugly like that they're gonna have to they're gonna have to switch that shit real up real quick or, or the FCC is gonna be on their ass uh, 49ers Buccaneers who gives a fuck uh, uh, Garoppolo, you ain't shit, homie. Uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy J, Jimmy fucking Fallon, Jimmy, whatever the fuck. Jimmy D's nuts, Jimmy the car door. Fuck you, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, uh, that was unprovoked. I just got on a rant. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's never, you know, fucked my Betty or, or done anything ill will towards me. Uh, I was just feeling myself at that moment. Uh, but, uh, you're a 49er, so fuck you anyways. You, you, your team's whack. Um, I don't care if you beat the fucking Bucks. Jameis Winston out there just looking like, uh, uh, I don't know what to fucking say, man. Looking like Cam Newton. Uh, he's just not, he's not the dude. He's not the dude. Uh, you got to go in a different direction, Bucks. You're terrible. Steelers. I don't know if it's because the Patriots are so dope or, or, or the Steelers are so, I really honestly thought this was the year the Patriots were going to fall the fuck off. I really did. I thought that last year too, but I thought for sure this year. And then, and then the Steelers go out there and, and, and lay that fucking egg. And I'm thinking, are, are, are the Patriots really that good? Because the Steelers are usually pretty, de- pretty decent. But you lose AB. They lost Le'Veon Bell the year before. They were still kind of in the mix, and they just have no heart. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't want to be doing this shit. He 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 wants to be up in the club, uh, doing some Antonio Brown shit in 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 the motherfucking bathroom. Y'all remember that shit? Uh, uh, on, on some shady ass shit out there, riding motorcycles, falling off of him and shit. Uh, I, I, you know, Big Ben can say all he wants about AB, but he he kind of led by example and kind of showed AB the way. He was kind of AB's mentor when it comes to this off the field fuckery, huh? Huh? Over there, Ben Roethlisberger, homie didn't even look like he wanted to be there. Homie looked like he was pissed off. Uh, he couldn't get a Popeyes chicken sandwich or some shit, and he, he just had his fucking dick in the dirt the whole game. He he looked like trash. He need to retire. Um, my prediction is uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger retires at week seven, eight ish, right around there. He's gonna fucking retire. Um, Texan Saints, game of the fucking week. That shit was dope. Um, I've been done told y'all. I've been done told y'all. Uh, um, Watson, Deshaun Watson, I told y'all that year. I said, this dude is the real truth. Uh, all the idiots that passed up on him, Browns, I'm looking at you. Uh, would you rather have Deshaun Watson or, or, or Baker Mayfield? Easily Deshaun Watson. This dude was balling out of control. Uh, the Saints, uh, they got they got figgity fucked again at the end with some bullshit. Uh, the... the the Texans, you know, tied the game, missed the extra point that would have put them up with like 30 seconds left, and they call some kind of rough in the kicker kind of bullshit penalty. Bullshit penalty. Fuck the Saints over again, but Drew Brees said, nah, not this time, homies. Went down there, got him a last-second field goal. Uh, Saints look good. They got mad, mad weapons. Their defense is suspect. They're, they're really a lot like the, 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 the Cowboys. But if you remember, the Cowboys smacked the bait. We, we, we held them. 
uh, by the ankles and slapped their ass like a doctor on a newborn, homies, last year. Y'all remember that shit, 13 to 3, 13 to 10 or some shit like that. And, and, and the, the, the one touchdown that the Saints did get was some bullshit uh, uh, ref-given touchdown. Uh, we smacked their ass week four. Week four, we're going to roll up. That was in uh, D-Boy Stadium last year. We're going over. We're going to the, to, to the uh, what is that? The, what dome is that? The Thunderdome? Nah, not the Thunderdome. Um, whatever dome it is, we're going to go over there, and, and they're going to give us domes. That's how the fuck we're going to do it. We're going to slap this shit out of the Saints. I can guarantee that's a, that's a fucking dub. Raiders tried to beat somebody. Uh, we all know that they're recovering from the... Uh, the, the shellacking that they took, man. I, I've always kind of liked the Raiders. I, I've never really fucked with the Ra- Raiders. I was just in Vegas like last month, and, and I was I checking out. I was staying right next to the stadium that they're building and shit. Uh, horrible location. It's going to be. It, it, you're going to get stabbed. You're going to get shanked. You're going to get spit on. You're going to get you, you, you're gonna get all, the A-B treatment. You're going to get all that shit going to a fucking Raiders game. So y'all be, you, you be careful there. It's like right off of Flamingo Drive. Uh, where the, where the flamingo is, the casino and shit, but just on the other side of the freeway, uh, a little west of that shit. Um, but uh, the Raiders ain't gonna be shit. They just played a shitty ass team. Um, so let's go. Let me give you the picks for this week. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's let's get into the picks this week. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How did I do this? Uh, let's do scores. All right, here we go. What are the matchups? What are the matchups? I'm fi- I'm usually pretty decent with these, homies. I'm usually pretty decent with these, but we're going to put them on wax this week. Uh, I don't want preseason. Come on, week two. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. the fuck out of here? All right. We got Bucks, Panthers. Who gives a fuck ball? Um, fucking Panthers will win that shit. Niners at Bengals. I'll take the Bengals. Chargers at Lions. The Chargers will make it find a way to to make a game that they should completely dominate. They'll find a way to almost lose the game, but they'll barely hold on. Chargers in that. Vikings and Packers. I don't know what to fucking do on this one, man. If you're betting on games, stay away from this shit. You know nothing about these teams. This whole division is trash as far as I'm concerned. Uh... Aaron Rodgers, he ain't shit no more. He, he, he's just not that dude. He, he's just a prissy little bitch. He's soft. Tempur-Pedic, homies. Uh, I'll fuck him. Fuck him. Put your money where your mouth is, gecko. You gonna be about it? You gonna talk about it? Be about it? All right, I'm taking the motherfucking Vikings, homies. I'm taking the Vikings. Colts at Titans. I'm taking the Colts. I'm gonna take the motherfucking Colts. That's how I'm gonna do that shit. Patriots, Dolphins. Come on. Come on. Bills, Giants, the fucking loser bowl here. The, the shit. The Giants are trash. But you know what? I'm going to take the Giants. Because you know why? Because it's fuck Cole Beasley season. That's why. Seahawks, Steelers. I'm taking the Seahawks all goddamn day. Cowboys, Redskins. You already know, homies. I don't need to go into this. As far as I'm concerned, the Cowboys are 16-0. and Chop it. Put it down. Only game we might maybe lose is the Patriots game. Maybe the Saints game. That's all. We'll probably lose one Eagles game. So we're looking at like 13-3. Um, we'll split with the Eagles this year. They'll get us. They'll get us. They'll probably get us. They'll probably get us in in Dallas, and we'll get them in in Philly. Um, and then we could lose that Patriots game. It's at Patriots, and we're at Saints. So we could lose one of those games, two of those games, both of those games. We could win them. I don't know. Cardinals, Ravens, Ravens, Jaguars, Tex- Texans. I'll be watching. Charles Ram, Jalen Charles Ramsey, the only Ramsey I know, Jean Benet. I'll be watching, motherfucker. I know you be listening, so I'll be watching. I'll return the favor and I'll be watching, and, and I'm I'm gonna be looking to drag that ass because I think AB's ass is on the way out here. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, 
from here on out with AB, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's played all his cards at this point. Uh, there's no more surprises, no more tricks up his sleeve. Uh, I'm coming for that ass, Jalen. The only Ramsey I know is Jean Bonnet. What else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, Chiefs Raiders, you already know the Chiefs are beating that ass. I, I'd, I'd take them by 17. Bears, Broncos. <sighs> Jesus. I'll take the Broncos. You know why? Because it's fuck tr- Miss Mitchell Trubisky. Saints, Rams. Saints, please, please rectify what happened last year. Fuck the Rams. I think they're highly overrated. Uh, Todd Gurley uh, plays like his name sounds. Uh, I ain't feeling it. Uh, I ain't feeling Jared Goff. I think he's he's uh, Trizity trash. Uh, Garbino garbage. Uh, Buster Oni ass motherfucker. Buster Posey ass motherfucker, if you will. Chauncey ass motherfucker, if you will. Uh, fuck Jared Goff. Eagles Falcons. Yeah, unfortunately, Eagles gonna win that. Browns Jets. I'll say the Browns get a fucking ugly win. I'll say the Browns get an ugly win on that. Uh, let's get into the power bottom rankings. This is the, the worst teams. Y'all already know who the best teams are. Who are the, who are the worst teams? I'm going with some honorable mention uh, to start this. The Bears and the Packers. Y'all look like trash. Y'all look like trash. I'm going to throw in the Jets up in that mix up in there, uh, up in the, in the power bottoms. Hey, if you don't know what a power bottom is, uh, uh, it's in a homosexual relationship where, where the bottom, there's a power top who, who likes to do the plowing. And a power bottom, uh, I don't know if it's a real thing, but somebody who likes to be heavily plowed into. And so that's where we're at with the uh, power bottom rankings. Number one, power bottom, the worst team. So number one is the worst team in the league. That's the Dolphins. That's, that's clear. As, come on. Dolphins. Then I'm going to go Bucks. Then I'm going to go the Jacksonville Ramseys, I'm going with the Jacksonville G- Ramseys and the Cardinals, but they can kind of climb up out of that. And then I'll take the Giants. The Giants are pretty much weak. Then we got the Bears, Packers, the Jets. Uh, Falcons look like triggery trash. Uh, Broncos are in that mix. Raiders are in that mix. There's a lot of bullshit going down in the cellar. I mean, it's like I told y'all, it's 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 fucking, it's it's flooding down there in that cellar. Um, these motherfuckers are gonna have to get themselves out of that real quick. So there you have it. There's there's that shit. There's the NFL. Um, oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. So every year ESPN does this uh, thing where they do like naked people. They take pictures of naked people and try to make it all artistic. So they get uh, you know somebody with no leg to to do uh, to to pose naked. Then they get uh, Nancy Lieberman who's like. 78 years old to, to, to pose naked so it's a uh, it's an honor it's uh it's artistic and shit um but I, I realized the best thing that could happen uh was that the um the reason why the Dallas Cowboys if you if you needed to have a, a reason that the Dallas Cowboys are going to walk away with the NFC East it's because uh the Eagles you you, you saw that offensive line if you look at this the body issue of ESPN the magazine the Eagles are out here posing naked uh together uh, looking like they were having a circle jerk cook-off or some shit. They were, like, having a cock-off uh, while they were barbecuing and shit. Homie's got the spatula and, and, and the shooter out while he's at the grill. The other homie's sitting on the fucking cooler with his fucking dong hanging between his legs. It, 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 it was... Now, listen. I'm, 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 love is love. You can love whoever you want, and no one's love is better than anybody else's love or more beautiful than anybody else's love. A man loving a man is the same as a man loving a woman and all that, all that. But this shit is still gay. It doesn't mean that an action isn't gay. And it's okay if it is gay, but this shit was so, so gay. 
and they looked so soft, posing uh, gay at a naked barbecue. Looked like they were tailgating at that before the game, all naked and shit. It was. It just. It just spoke chauncey ass motherfuckers to me that's what i saw and and as soon as i saw that shit i was like these dudes are there's no way the cowboys could possibly lose the division to these soft ass dudes and this is the offensive line that they say is the best offensive line better than the cowboys offensive line now that they have frederick back uh but they're saying this is the best offensive line i say this is the softest offensive line in in, in the in the nfl um but Go check it out if you if you if you're curious. These dudes, let me get this picture up. I saved it on my phone. I know you're like you fucking saved it on your phone. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, because every week I'm gonna look at this shit. You got homie sitting there with it with his leg up on on, on the cooler. You got homie with the beer pong table. You know, sw- and these guys ain't even hi- trying to hide their dongs, homies. They're like, you know, they're checking each other's dongs out while they're shooting this shit. There's no way they couldn't be. There's there's no way you can hide this. They're all out in the open with it. It just it just looked like they're they're at like a food truck or something. It, it was just it was just soft. All right, it was just soft. So uh, a shout out to the uh, Eagles offensive linemen. Uh, you guys are some busters. Um, moving right the fuck along. We had a lot. Let me save this shit before I before I lose it. Uh, here we go. I can't believe I've already been yapping for 45 fucking minutes. This is going to be a long episode, homies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got a lot to say. And, and, and you know, listen to it, you know, 10 minutes at a time, whatever you got to do. Uh, set some bookmarks. Uh, Gecko's going in, homies. Gecko, Gecko's going in. Uh, we have UFC. So we had Khabib versus Poirier. And uh, listen, I picked Poirier. I don't know if I put it. I think I put it on the cast. Um, I had Khabib uh, beating Conor McGregor's ass, and I was correct on that. Uh, I thought Poirier would at least do Poirier. I thought he would go out there and put some punches on him and make it interesting. And he did for one exchange, and then he was very close to a guillotine. Very, very close uh, on a guillotine attempt in the third round right before he got finished, actually. He gave it all he had, and I thought Khabib, I really thought Khabib was caught. I was like, holy shit, Dustin's about to do it. But Khabib is just a different... You got to go in there with shanks. You got to go in there with bear mace. You got to go in there with with fucking uh, those stun guns and shit to beat Khabib. Namagametov. I, I don't know what the fuck you gotta do. That dude was in a full-on rear naked. I mean, a guillotine choke, and, and Dustin had it. That was his last hurrah. Um, listen, 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 listen. If you listen to the fight companion on on Joe Rogan, uh, um, Eddie Bravo, it, it, you know he trains with with uh, uh, with uh, Tony Ferguson. The reason I bring Tony Ferguson up because Tony Ferguson is literally the last hope at 155 to beat this guy. And, and Eddie Bravo broke it down. And this is exactly, he broke it down perfectly on why Tony Ferguson can beat Khabib. And he's right. And I know you're saying, well, you just picked Poirier. Now you're pick- yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Tony Ferguson because you have to just go and do your own thing. You have to be comfortable. You're going to be on your back no matter what. Everybody who fights Khabib fights defensive. They go out there and they just try to t- defend takedowns. And so they get put up against the cage. They don't mount any offense of their own even when they're on the cage. They just don't want to get taken down. And they're so focused on not being taken down that they don't, they don't do what they do. What they're good at. What got him to the fucking dance. Dustin Poirier didn't go out there and mix up punches. Put that jab in the face like he's been doing. Like he did to Gaethje. He just kept that jab in his face. Like he did to Max Holloway. He just kept that jab in in Max Holloway's face. He just kept it there. And he was able to work his left hand over and over again off of it. Um, Go back to when he fought McGregor the first time. I know it only lasted a minute and a half. But he was landing. Dustin was landing big left hands on Conor right before that. Go look at those exchanges. That was actually shaping up to be a pretty solid fight. And if they fight again, I'm taking Dustin Poirier. Poirier called McGregor out. McGregor talked his shit. 
but in a kind of weird way said he would take the fight, Dustin Poirier is going to beat Conor McGregor, mostly because Conor hasn't been fighting for a long time. That's why. And I, you have no idea what Conor McGregor is going to show up. Um, but Dustin Poirier has been active, been active, and been, been in the cage with everybody who Conor McGregor's been in, in, in there with, and then some. Um, so I, I take Dustin in that. But Dustin didn't go out there. He didn't amount any offense other than that guillotine attempt. And he had a little where he might have clipped. Uh, when you watched the fight live, you thought that he hurt Khabib, but he really didn't. Going back, he didn't really even clip him. He was just off balance. And he was kind of pinwheeling backwards, Khabib was, before he got another takedown. What you got to do is you got to be, you got to accept the fact that you're going to be on your back. It's just going to happen. But you got to make him pay for getting you there. You got to go out there and put your put hands on. You got to keep your distance. You got to go out there and take laps around the cage. Make him chase you. Fuck it. Turn it into a a, a motherfucking marathon fucking track meet. Make him chase you. Keep that. Keep those long strikes. Use the side kicks. Use the push kicks. Use the teeps. Uh, use the jab. Get out there and pump jabs in his face. Don't let him get close to you. Um, throw the uppercuts. Keep the punches at his chest. You got to keep your distance. Um, a guy like Tony Ferguson uses angles. He doesn't come in at you straight. He dances. Literally, he does like the tango and salsa and shit out there and attacks you from angles. He keeps the pressure. You have to move. You have to try to move Khabib backwards. Now, you're saying, well, you try to do that and you move forward. He goes underneath you and he gets a double leg and the next thing. So what? At least you might land a punch that might actually turn the tides, that might actually make him think twice, that might actually put him on the defense. And what Eddie Bravo was saying about Tony Ferguson is he's not afraid to be on his back, number one. Number two, he attacks from his back. He throws elbows. He uses mission control from the rubber guard to tie people up from the bottom. Look at him when he fought Kevin Lee. He got taken down by Kevin Lee, and in that first round, Kevin Lee was doing a lot of damage from the top position, landing elbows from the top. It was looking ugly for a second. Then what happened? Kevin Lee got a little bit tired, and then homeboy Tony Ferguson started working that rubber guard. He literally tied up his arms and was dropping elbows from the bottom, dropping elbows, and he turned the tide of the fight. He hurt Kevin Lee from the bottom. Kevin Lee even admitted this after the fight. He said those elbows hurt him, and he was able to get on top and, and finish him out with a choke some kind. I think he – I can't even remember. Maybe it was a triangle choke. Uh, but – uh, he attacks. Tony Ferguson attacks from his back. He gets pushed up the cage. He's going to be attacking from the cage. He's not going to just sit there and, and defend takedown. He's going to throw elbows from those positions. And his guard is nasty. And if Khabib's going to come in there, you saw him almost get caught with a double with, 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 with a guillotine off of a double leg off of a, a you know it was kind of more like a power power little little Goldberg spear type takedown little t- uh, football tackle type takedown. But either way, uh, his. Uh, Kevin, uh, Tony Ferguson's best technique is his uh, darsh chokes, his anacondas. Uh, they're one and the same pretty much. Uh, but it's a good tactic for somebody who's shooting double legs on you, single legs. It's, it's, it's a great uh, takedown defense uh, a choke. Go, go Google that shit. Darsh chokes are, are nasty. They're my favorite chokes, period, by far. And, and, and Tony Ferguson has multiple UFC finishes with him. He threatens all the time with him. Um, it's a good way to defend a takedown. It's a good way to get your position. Um, keep the fight where you're standing. He's just going to attack from all over, and he's going to get in Khabib's face from the get-go. He's going to put Khabib on the defensive, which Khabib is very rarely in fights. You saw when he fought Edson Barboza, he took Barboza down and beat his ass, but there were, when, when there were brief periods when the, when, when the round would start or where uh, the fight was standing, Edson was throwing some bombs. He was landing some shit. He was landing some spinning takedowns. He, his, uh, Khabib's weakness is a stand-up. 
It's not terrible. It's not Ronda Rousey type shit. He did knock Conor McGregor down. He's got a huge right hand. Um, he just has like a, a one-two, basically. But he has a huge right hand, kind of like a, a Tyron Woodley type right hand. Uh, he throws it aggressively, and he just tries to throw big punches and tries to move you against the back of the cage. Watch when he fought uh, Rafael Dos Anjos back in the day. Same shit. Pushed him back with big, heavy punches, kind of sloppy punches. Uh, got him to the ground. But you need somebody who's going to get in his face, who's going to push him, and, and I think Tony Ferguson is that fucking guy. Uh, Felder versus uh, Edson Barbosa was a hell of a fucking fight. I had given it to uh, Felder. It was a close fight. I gave Felder rounds two and three. Uh, the first round was all Barbosa. Uh, those leg kicks are fucking nasty. Those body kicks are nasty, but Felder found a way to get it done, uh, so I gave him that. Um, that was a great fight. That was a fight of the night to me. Uh, what else we got? Um... Diaz versus Masvidal is official. Uh, that was the only fucking fight to make. Um, I, I think the lead up to it, the build up to it, the, the, the event itself, all of it's going to be super dope. It's going to be in no- November sometime, end of November 22nd or some shit like that. The fight's not going to be dope. Nate, Nate's biting off too, more, too much, too, more than he can chew, if you will. Uh, 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 I got Masvidal TKO in the second round on that shit early. I know I'm picking it early, but I, that's, that's just how I get it. They're making a BMF bad motherfucker belt for this shit. Remember, like, uh, Mayweather and McGregor fought for the money belt? That I think what I heard was rumors that they might be making a bad motherfucker belt. That's, that's dope. You might say, that's corny. That's some WWE shit. I don't give a fuck. I want the bad motherfucker belt. I bet motherfuckers want that belt more than the regular UFC belt. Everybody wants to be the baddest motherfucker. And, and, and so here's the belt to prove it, that you're the baddest motherfucker. You don't necessarily have to be the champion to be the baddest motherfucker. I like that shit. Um, so that's going to be a hell of a fight. What else we got on here? Oh, BJ. BJ, BJ, BJ. So a couple weeks ago, about last month, uh, BJ got his first win. Uh, in like 10 years, literally, he's lost like 8 to 10 fights, and I don't, I don't check this shit out, uh, but he's lost a ton of fights in the last 10 years, he hasn't won one, and I have no idea how long, um, and he got a, he got a victory out on the streets, he, 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 there was video of him on top of some dude, and he was punching him out, you know, in the streets of, uh, Waikiki or some shit, I don't know, somewhere in Hawaii, but now another part of the video came out, at first we thought it was a different fight, homie got KO'd by that dude, that same dude, like, knocked his ass out for like 30 seconds or something and then uh, BJ was just sitting there taunting him like hit me hit me hit me and the guy threw the sloppiest uh, uh, under the influence of white claw punch you could ever fucking see like it it, it was terrible but it connected it grazed his chin and and BJ went fucking down straight back he's lucky he ain't ain't in some Terry Schiavo comatose state right now because his head hit the concrete and shit it didn't look good at all somewhere uh, he got up, he got his wits about him, and he took the guy down and ended up beating his ass. But, um, you know, Dana White finally came out and said, you know, this dude's done in the UFC. He's, yeah, we just can't give him fights. He's not even winning fights out in the fucking street. He got knocked out. You know, that would have been waved off in, in the UFC or Bellator or 1FC or wherever the fuck. He would have been waved off. He wouldn't ever got that second chance to take homie down. So that was an L. They gave him an L. I originally gave homie the dub. We, we, are, we went to the commission. Uh, we petitioned the commission to overturn uh, BJ Penn's only dub in the last 10 years, his street dub, and we have it successfully overturned because that fight was over. He was knocked out. Uh, the referee did not do his job. He was waved off. The fight was over. Anything that happened after that uh, not, it doesn't even matter. 
Um, and I have no further proof that that you know uh, that didn't happen first. That you know BJ was on top of the dude beating him first, and the guy came back and, and knocked him out. I, I have no idea how what what order those videos went in. Um, so we petitioned we petitioned the, the the street commission, and the street commission has overturned that dub. So uh, your boy BJ Penn still hasn't won a fucking fight in ten goddamn years, and the offer still stands. There's only one place to go now. You're not in the UFC. Bellator probably ain't going to touch you. <coughs> one FC, those, those dudes, those, those Asian fighters will tear your ass up. Uh, figuratively, literally, however the fuck you want it. Uh, serve you up like, like fucking Cocos, however the fuck you want it. Um, there's only one place for him to go. That's the Thunderdome. Come to the Thunderdome, BJ. Come, come, get, come get this. Come get this work. I want the smoke. I want all the fucking smoke. I want, I want it all, homie. There's one place where you still have an offer on the motherfucking table to scrap, and that is in the Thunderdome. Bring your ass. If you're new to the podcast, the Thunderdome is a world-class training facility that is my one-car garage uh, out here. I got, I, got, I got bags hanging, multiple bags, uppercut bags. I got full... Uh, uh, I got the speed bag in there. I got the throw dummies in there. I got the ground and pound bags. I got the, all, I got the whole bottom of, of the floor with, with jujitsu mats laid out there. It, it's a world class training facility inside. We got the we got the treadmill. So if you want to get some work in, uh, uh, we stay ready. We stay in fight shape. We're like Nate Diaz. There is no such thing as a fight camp. We're just always fight fucking training. We're always fucking ready for the for 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 the street contest. I'm your motherfucking Huckleberry, uh, Doc Holiday type shit, BJ Penn. You still have one place of refuge, and that is in the Thunderdome. Bring your motherfucking ass on, homie. I guarantee a dub for myself. I win that fight ten out of ten times. There's no way I saw that. I saw that weak ass chin. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking put hands on, on on BJ Penn. I used to love BJ Penn, but this motherfucker has fallen the fuck off. You out here losing, getting knocked out in the street by fucking. Uh, it, it fucking who knows who the fuck this guy was uh some truck stop worker or some some dude on his break from the flying j or some shit i, I have no i no idea now i mentioned earlier that henry cejudo attempted made a uh, a feeble attempt to uh regain his his title let me pull this shit up this shit was fucking super whack um this shit was mad suspicious, mad suspicious. I, I have no idea what the hell I was watching here, um, but he posted this video with his his belts. He's calling himself the triple champ, even though uh, he, ain't, he ain't no fucking triple champ. Let's get the fuck out of here with him. He ain't no fucking triple champ. I went into my rant why he's not the triple champ last year. I mean, last last podcast. We ain't getting into that again. I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, so this is a video he posted on his Instagram. Let's see if we can fucking hear this shit. Let me start this over again. Here we go. And Triple C went on to become rich and famous, and he became the greatest combat athlete of all time. He's reading a bedtime story to three belts. Oh, my... Man, what's that smell? They have diapers Uh, on. They again. With literal shit in them. Anyways, kids, I've been thinking. Daddy's been having really tough fights lately. These last, this last year and a half, he's fought Demetrius Johnson, the greatest of all time, beat him. T.J. Dillashaw, the greatest bantamweight of all time, beat him. And also, we beat the killer in, in Marlon Marais. Daddy wants an easy fight, kids. I want somebody that I could break. I want somebody brittle. I want somebody easy. In wrestling, we call them pud whackers. 
fish. Or better yet, how about a tuna fight? Dominic Cruz, I have a message for He's you. He's got a Dominic Cruz shirt on. I don't know how you can say you're the best in the world when you're not even the best out of the state. Okay. Google this shit. Go on Instagram and watch this shit. This dude has three belts set up, the three belts that he's won, uh, and they're wrapped in baby diapers, and there's an actual turd in one of them. Uh, no bullshit. And he changes, and that's the TJ belt, I, I guess. He said TJ sharded himself again. Uh, my only question is, is, is where did you get that baby shit? Because it looks like actual literal shit. Um, I know you don't have any kids, Henry Suhudo. I did a little digging. Uh, so it wasn't your own kid's shit. You best not, you best not be outside of my motherfucking pad stealing the trip, the actual triple champs baby diapers. If I catch you head first in my motherfucking trash can stealing, stealing triple champs diapers and the shit in his diapers to make your corny ass little videos it's gonna be on and popping homie you gonna get your invitation to the mother thunderdome now i'm holding back because you'll beat my ass i'm holding back on on and giving you the official the official invite to the thunderdome because i ain't trying to take that work right now but you keep fishing around in my motherfucking trash can, stealing the triple champs motherfucking underoos and, and stealing the turds out of them to make your motherfucking videos and shit. We're going to have fucking problems, homie. Uh, th- th- this is some bullshit. Uh, at first, you know, I was thinking, man, we're going to have to have the, the Henry Cejudo AB rubber match for this for this uh, uh, D-bag of the universe title. That was before AB went and, 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 you know, got kicked off the Raiders and now he's facing rape charges and shit. So he, 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 he held the title uh, easily. But for a second there, it was looking like Henry Cejudo out here stealing baby diapers and shit, uh, stealing the triple champs, the actual triple. You stole his his moniker, the triple champ moniker, which we coined last year. At the beginning of last year, we coined that shit. You stole his moniker. Now you're out here stealing his motherfucking doo-doo diapers. You want some shit, Henry Cejudo. You wild. You howling at the motherfucking moon. Nah, homie, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't with that shit. Uh, we, we ain't buying, you ain't the triple champ. We, we canceling after the 30-day trial period, homie. We, we ain't buying that shit. Move the fuck on, homie. And I catch you in my motherfucking, my recycling bin, in my, my trash dumpster, uh, in, in my, my fucking, out here in my, my, my little diaper genie, stealing all my fucking diapers and shit. I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Those look suspiciously familiar, those diapers you had wrapped around those fucking belts. Uh, so Henry Cejudo, he tried to make he tried to make some waves. Uh, he failed absolutely miserably. Uh, but you got to give the homie uh, a for effort. It, it, it was a good try. Uh, so there's that. What do we got this weekend? We got uh, we got a fucking hell of a fight. <sighs> Hold up, got to keep saving this shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, we got uh, what do we got? We got Cerrone versus Gaethje. God damn! Now listen. My man Rico was in Vegas. Uh, you, Rico, uh, frequent listener, uh, uh, listener extraordinaire of the uh, of the Whiskey Sick podcast. The homie was in there. He put fifty dollars on Dustin Poirier. Um, looked like for a half second there, for about thirty seconds, looks like he was gonna get paid on that shit. Uh, didn't work out for him. Um, if you're betting, I would stay the fuck away from this fight. Donald Cerrone versus Justin Gaethje. I have no idea what's going to happen in this fight. Both take a lot of punishment. Both are great leg kickers. I'll give Justin Gaethje a little more. Uh, he's, he's probably the, one of the best. Edson Barbosa is probably the best leg kicker. Then it's Justin Gaethje right after that. And then maybe Donald Cerrone's around there. Uh, hands, I got to give it to Justin Gaethje. Um, 
Donald Cerrone's head's way up there, but they both don't have very good head movement. They both take and absorb a, a huge amount of, of strikes to the head and body. Donald Cerrone's weak to the body. We've seen him get put down that by uh, Pettis. Um, I have no idea. I'm just glad it's the main event. I'm glad it's five rounds. I'm going to just, just for the sake of this shit, I'm going to say Justin Gaethje gets the win. Just for the sake, because I hope so. Uh, so if the Poirier doesn't fight with McGregor, maybe we get Gaethje versus uh, McGregor. And, and I don't think that's a fight that Conor. I don't know of any fights right now that Conor McGregor. I wouldn't put Paul Felder in there with Conor McGregor. If you're trying to get Conor McGregor a win, I wouldn't even give him that. I'd say maybe Anthony Pettis. I think I would give, if I was the UFC and I needed to, to try to give him as sure a win as I could try to get him, uh, McGregor that is, I'd go with Pettis. Pettis breaks. Uh, he's very vanilla with his striking. He backs himself up against the cage. I think Conor would win that fight. Other than that, I wouldn't put him in there against Bosa, Barbosa. I ain't putting him in there against Gaethje. I ain't putting him in there against maybe Cerrone. Maybe Cerrone I would throw in there. I think he could beat Cerrone, but it'd be, he could easily get his ass beat in that shit too. His gas tank ain't built for that. Um, I don't know about Nate. You know, Maybe he could win that kind of fight. He definitely. I don't think he beats Dustin. I don't think, he definitely doesn't beat Khabib. He doesn't beat Tony. So it's tough. Um, then you have Glover Teixeira versus Nikita Krylov. I'll take Nikita Krylov. Todd Duffy is back. I don't know if y'all ever seen Todd Duffy fight. He's a, he's a, he was a monster, but he's just a wild puncher. I don't know who the hell he's fighting. I don't really know who any of these other people are. Uriah Hall's fighting uh, Carlos uh, Antonio Jr. I think is that shoe? That's not shoe face. Uh, I'll take Uriah Hall. Other than that, I, I really don't know how, any of these other fighters. So that's what you got on deck. I'm, I'm going to take Gaethje. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Just tune in. Um, and just tune in for the main event because that, that shit is going to be that, – that's, that's going to be fucking fire. Uh, what else do we got? Man, fucking over an hour already. I don't know what to do. Um, you know what? Since we've been – I'm going to get to this because I've been putting this shit off. Uh, the, homie, uh, the homie Ivan put me onto this shit. Um, lately, I've been, I've been in, search, uh, in search of the wackest rapper in, in the world. It was Blueface. Uh, then it was Little Mosey when he was on the uh, the Double uh, XL um, free stuff, Double XL Freshman of the Year, uh, you know shit. And then this motherfucker, uh, this dude uh, Ivanito, uh, another frequent listener of the podcast, uh, put me onto this guy. He said, "I got, I got a contender. I got a, I got a contender for you." And this guy's name is, I don't even know how to say, Amp J. Uh, he, he looks like a retarded Ewok. I mean, he, he really does. If you gave him the Zeke hair, he'd be a, a fucking retarded Ewok. He's a retarded Zeke Elliott, just a little skinnier. Um, there's this song called Uno. Uh, I started to listen to this shit, and I turned it the fuck off. I said, I got to listen to this uh, on the podcast. This shit is awesome. He's just another one of those value pack rappers, these, these value pack rappers that you can buy. Uh, you know, packs, uh, 24 packs for about a dime. Like, they're, they're all over the motherfucking place. Um, he's really, he's really trash. This song right here is called Uno, and it's like a, it's in Spanish or some shit, if I remember. I don't know. It sounded like the El Pollo Loco theme song or some shit, some shit like that. Let me, let me put this on for you. Y'all, y'all, y'all decide for yourself. Um, three million monthly listeners. Damn, 40 million. This song I'm about to play for you has 40 million Download like streams. Annie up, mother roll call, motherfuckers. I need you to Annie the fuck up right now if you listening to the shit. 20, 40 million streams? My God. I can't buy cinnamon twists at Taco Bell with my stream money from fucking 
uh, Spotify, but this motherfucker out here getting 40 million on this trash ass motherfucking song. This shit is this shit is whack. Listen to this shit. You trust me on this shit. Let me put this shit on for y'all, man. This is some bullshit. Hey, let's party, homes. Invite all the bitches. Hundreds and fifties, big old bitties. Yeah. Uno, dos, no thrash, you hear me? Hey. Hey, cross the little like this, you hear me? Uno, dos, no thrash, you thought though. We got bitches second nice in a lot though. Big chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting cash so like nachos. Uno, dos, no thrash, you thought though. We got. Knocking homies out of sapatos got cheese like nachos. I don't know what the hell. Sapatos are shoes, in case you don't speak a lick of fucking Spanish. Uh, I, I really, I'm telling y'all, this is the El Pollo Loco commercial theme song right here. This dude's going to make fucking millions if he just gets on board with El Pollo Loco. His manager need to be hollering at this motherfucker real quick. Uh, but I don't, keep on. It's the second nice in a lot though. Big chop knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Hit it from the back, then I tell her no mas. She a freak, had to tell a bitch hola. Bend it over, I want your panocha. She call me poppy, I hit it with no socks. She like Jay, can I get some dick for He rhymed panocha with no socks. <laughs> can I get some panocha? No socks. <laughs> This dude's rhyming panocha, which is pussy in Spanish, I believe, uh, and and no socks. No socks and panocha. That's what this dude, no, uh, getting uh, queso, which is cheese, uh, like nachos. Yeah, check it out. Close the door. Chopper go block it. You finna up the score. Air pillin' nigga back like a fucking horn. Uno, dos, no thrash, she a tato. We got bitches second nice in a lot, though. Big chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Uno, dos, no thrash, she a tato. We got bitches second nice in a lot, though. Big chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. I tell her pull up on the kid, Mayana. I beat the pussy up like a piano. I tell her work that thing like Rihanna. Hit her from the back, she gon' call me Papa. Bend it over, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, y'all. I ain't got, you know, I gave this dude another stream, so that's 40 million, 40 million in one streams that this motherfucker got. Uh, he's got, a, and all his other songs are, you know, still got in the hundreds of thousands, uh, but he's basically, this is the only song that he's really known for. Uh, this retarded Ewok-looking-ass motherfucker uh, sounds like one, too. Um, but this is the shit. This is, this is the new generation of music, of hip-hop. This is the direction that it's gone. Um, these dudes are now the popular dudes. I've been, I've been on YouTube. And, and I've been seeing this shit. You know how people make reaction videos and shit? I ain't gonna lie. I go down the, those fucking rabbit holes sometimes. And I like to watch some of these reaction videos and shit. But these, like, reaction video dudes are, like, trying to rap now. And they all got, like, rap beef. There's, like, this guy named Crypt and, and Screwface or some shit. And, and, and another guy named Dax and, 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 and Quideca. There's all these fucking... There's, like, a whole, like, group of them. And they're all, like, homies or some shit. But now they're all beefing and shit. I mean, those dudes, as whack as they are they're better than this shit but that's that's like the level of fuckery now that we have in hip-hop like that the the bar has been leveled so low that these whack-ass youtube rappers like kids think they're dope because you hear uno dos tres i got queso like a nacho uh uh eating pinocha uh with my socks off i mean this shit is 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 fucking stupid man i i don't know maybe i'm just an old dude bitching and moaning um you know life is a cycle 
And parents used to say that that our music was trash. Their parents used to say that their music is trash. Now here I am saying that that you know this generation's music is trash. I know one thing: Triple Champ ain't gonna be listening to this bullshit. He ain't gonna be. He's already onto that Wu Tang and shit. He already be wilding out in the backseat over there when we be listening to fucking Wu. When we be listening to the corrupt young Gotti Daz, uh, all that dang shit. Uh, Outcast, we got bumping. We got all the dope shit. And you listen to what was dope in my day. The outcasts of the world, the Onyx, the Mob Deeps, the, the Dre's, the Snoops, the Pox, the Bigs, uh, the, the, the fucking The Roots, um, everybody, all that shit. You know, NWA, fucking DPG, all that shit. E-40, Mac Dre, all that shit. Hard shit. Uh, and now you got this. This is the dope shit now. The level of talent has dropped off so tremendously that this dude is getting 40 million fucking streams. When I originally planned to do this, uh, to mention this guy was like two months ago, and he had 29 million views, uh, downloads. Now it's at 40 million. It's almost doubled. That's how this shit just keeps fucking spiraling and going. And so, I don't know. Who's the wackest rapper uh, uh, alive right now? It's between Blueface, Little Mosey, and MJ. I, I'm going to have to go with... Little Mosey. Little Mosey is still, uh, still on that shit. Even though I think Blueface might be the wackest rapper, that shit that that homie did on, on, on the fucking, uh, on the double XL, like, freestyle shit was so fucking trash, or the Cypher, whatever the fuck it was, was so goddamn trash. Um, it was even more trash than his El Pollo Loco theme song. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it. The, the belt is staying with Little Mosey after all that shit. Plus, let me see what this dude, Little Mosey looks like a, a fucking albino some shit or other little i hate even looking up these motherfuckers name little mosey no i don't even want five million listeners yeah this dude's like a a fucking albino pedophile he looks like a a fucking villain from a stephen king movie or some shit that's that's for real what this this dude is fucking you ugly duke how do people even listen to this shit You, you you can't get what he looks like out of your mind plus and then you hear him and you still listen to this shit five million 278 that what the fuck? Let me listen to this shit. Let me listen to this shit. This is the first time I ever listened to this dude, really. 278 million downloads of this shit. I got lean, it's on 40 in my right What the fuck is this guy saying? This is change, and I like I ain't noticed Get in money, nigga, that my man focus But you too pay, you I like you so he don't even speak English. The motherfucker ain't even. I don't understand a fucking word this guy's saying. And it sounds like all the other butt bullshit, mumble rap bullshit. So Lil Mosey is keeping that motherfucking belt. He, he's keeping that. He, he might be the AB of the fucking wackest rapper alive belt. He might be the AB of that shit. Um, I, I don't know what to fucking tell y'all. I, but I do know what this. I, I'm fucking done. I don't know what the uh, hour and 15 minutes into this shit. I'm out of motherfucking breath. I've, I've been fucking wilding over here. I'm breaking a sweat. Um, it's been hot as fucking Dago. It, you know, it was in the 90s all week, mid-90s all week last week. Now it's finally dropped down to the low 80s. It's going to get back up into the 90s again. Ass napkin season, the forever roll, the Charmin forever roll. Everything is in full. I'm still waiting to hear from Charmin from the last uh, last podcast trying to get that sponsorship, sponsorship that partnership going. Not, not sponsored. Maybe I sponsor Charmin. That's how we do shit over here. I sponsor you. You don't sponsor me, motherfuckers. But that, that's where we're at. Um, 
I'll be back soon. I, I, I've been trying to put together a little uh, uh, miscellaneous podcast with some some topics I just haven't been able to get to. Um, you still got the principal who went to the strip club and got arrested on, 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 while they were on a, a fucking field trip. Um, Popeyes, man, you, y'all see, you guys need to fucking sit down before I leave. Y'all, y'all need to calm the fuck down out here with the fucking Popeyes, man. They, they're, they're, they're holding up employees at gunpoint now, homies. They, they, they had a, a fucking, let me pull this shit up real quick. I thought I was leaving. I ain't, I ain't leaving. I'm still fucking here. What do you want from me? Um, these dudes acting like, you imagine if they sold pussy, if, 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 if they legalized pussy, uh, like, like, like you could go to a, a fucking place and buy, you know, like a burlesque house, like, like in Vegas. You imagine if they did that, like in just regular cities and shit. Like, these dudes go nuts over, over sold-out chicken sandwiches. You imagine what they do with sold-out pussy? Like, all the bitches are being fucked right now. Sorry, you, you, got, you got to come back another time. Like, what, what would people do then? They coming in with fucking bombs strapped around their waist. If they're holding up fucking Popeyes because they ran out of chicken sandwiches, what would they do if, if the burlesque pad ran out of bitches? You know, like, if, if, if pussy was legalized. Like, what would, how would these dudes re- react to that? They can't even handle buying chicken sandwiches. But they're out here, and then you make pussy legalized, man? I, I've always been trying to say that, you know, like, it should be legalized. Like, chicks, you know, should be able to make money with their body, do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, it's going to make a lot of money. Uh, but th- these dudes out here, now I'm thinking uh, this can't possibly be, be legal. Um, Popeye's employees held at gunpoint over sold-out chicken sandwiches. Houston police confirmed that a man pulled a gun on employees at a, Popeye, at a Popeye's restaurant because they'd run out of chicken sandwiches. Employees were able to lock the alleged offenders outside. You imagine you slaving away making these motherfuckers chicken sandwiches all goddamn day for like $10 a goddamn hour. And now you're being held up because you ran out of fucking chicken. It's wild. And then there's another one. This motherfucker said that they were lacing it with cocaine. I don't know why the fuck you would do that. Uh, Popeye's manager arrested for allegedly dipping chicken in cocaine-based flour to increase sales. But you're losing all that money on the cocaine that you're dipping the fucking chicken in. So the dividends you're making on the chicken that are getting these motherfuckers addicted to crack chicken, you losing by dipping it in the... It just doesn't make sense, man. It's got to be fake news. But if this dude's out here wilding out, dipping uh, a chicken, they're already going crazy. You don't need to make these motherfuckers go any more crazy by dipping your shit in cocaine. Cocaine breaded chicken? God damn, these dudes are wild. This Popeye shit is... They just need to shut down all the goddamn Popeyes. I'm sorry, homies. You, you stuck with KFC. It is what it is. You stuck with Chick-fil-A. That's enough. That's a goddamn enough. The, we, we already proved as a, society, as a society we can't have in Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Or they just got to go back to selling just regular chicken, bone-in chicken. You can't handle... You, people cannot handle the boneless chicken sandwich from Popeyes. It's just... It's not. We got to go to Congress with this shit. We got to get bills passed. We got to get this shit uh, outlawed. You got to have to go on the black market to get that shit. Like, you remember uh, that, that South Park episode where homie uh, KFC gets, gets taken down and they make medicinal uh, marijuana places out of all the KFCs and then there's a black market for KFC and, and Cartman's uh, in the back alley trying to buy, you know, a KFC gravy and then he takes it and then he tastes it and it's, it's been cut with, black, uh, with Boston Market gravy so he, he shoots the kid and shit. <laughs> That's what this shit is literally turning... South Park has literally uh, has predicted all this shit. If these dudes are going so wild for goddamn chicken sandwiches, it's crazy. I don't even go near. I drove by one the other day, and there was like, there was fucking traffic backed up to the to the streetlights and shit. They had to have like police come out here and, and, and do traffic 
traffic control out there with, with, with little lightsabers and shit, waving people by and shit, you know, because the fucking, uh, the intersection was blocked because there was blocks down the street was a Popeye's and these motherfuckers were waiting to turn in there that they were blocking all the all the fucking all the uh, all the lanes to get in it was crazy it was wild man I, I it's it's a chicken sandwich homies god damn anyways fuck it I'm out of here it, it, it I've been here long enough man homies uh whiskey sick podcast this is the 84th episode we're slowly ticking towards the 100th episode uh I love y'all motherfuckers uh uh Tell the homies to tell the homies if you dig this shit. Go rate this shit five stars. Um, we're just getting on and popping. The, the, the season is getting underway. The NFL season. It's only going to get crazier from here on out. Um, wherever you are, maybe we'll make some fuck AB t-shirts or some shit. I don't know. But uh, homies, stay up. Keep them balls dry. Uh, uh, um, keep, keep them ass napkins in. And, 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 and holla at your boy Gecko. I, I don't know what to say. Fuck it. I'm out. Motherfucker. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be on some, on some other shit, on some, on some other shit, on some, on some other shit. One day, one day, I'll be gone, you know, just wait, you find me. One day, one day, someday soon, someday, someday, I'm there. No hands on the wheel, gonna grab that hand, that glass, that cash, that we get blow, we get low. Zone that roll down both windows, now we get blow. But two bad bitches, I wild the streams, and soon that bitch is like, not now leave. Two bad bitches, have that seat, gas, sit fast, switch that shit to this, too why they call you bitch, then it's too late, cause check out time Ain't hard to find, but you can't see me Last seen on 15th lean, now shit seems like it's gotten real What if, so what now, so what if we somehow creeped in the back Kicked in the door, what's beef when you ask to get on floor Gasoline dreams and lit matches, sped up the four Minutes that we had left, sold our souls for 15 One for the getaway, three for the show Packing the Mac with a bean in the back of the box That be on lean, we're blasting trunk music Dead in the middle, I fiddle those triple D's Little did we know when to put up these 50 GLs Hot and dark and sun's out dawn, you can somehow look through my eyes Time that took some days, these rhymes in the hook, but I get away. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be on some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. One day, one day, I'll be gone, you know, just wait, find me. One day, one day, someday, soon, someday, someday, I'm there. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be on some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. One day, one day, I'll be gone, you know, just wait, find me. One day, one day, someday, soon, someday, someday, I'm there. No matter where I go, where I go, always come back to that place that I know. Come here, I'm going in low, ducking me, I ain't know Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none, hands up, ransom, hand me down Express play, they hit random, found a hidden track, isn't that the blueprint? Sounds like some new shit, now nah, I can prove that Late at night, the song cries, late awake, it's all eyes On next episode where we all die, stop, drop, you open up shop, now change shit Some ain't shit, no need for the ether, when you got yourself a gun to your head It's so full that one mic in the right, that's all she said, the world is yours and all right Shook once, can stand for the twos to break free And lose themselves in the music, fail to protect your neck Like a fool you fell, head over heels for the hope of the housewife answer that door Sorry Miss Jackson, I see that you bored, but you got a husband who loves you Boo. No matter where I go, where I go Always come back to that place that I know, that I know I can always lay with clouds, the rough the sky's still great But I'm on my way, and I wouldn't change a thing Not a fucking thing One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be awesome, awesome Awesome, 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 awesome One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be awesome, awesome Someday, 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 I make boom.